Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. Um, my name is Sam Bauer, and I am the moderator and host of this podcast. And you can see I'm back in the bathroom because um, I'm filming this one at home or recording this one at home. And um, well, my kids know not to come in here because the doors are shut. So, um, so at any rate, um, if you're listening, you probably didn't need that description, but if you're watching it, um, you'll see my, my shower in the background. So there you go. But, um, so today I wanted to talk, I'm going to go a little bit deep on you guys. Um, but I think it's important that we talk about, um, this topic because I have, it's kind of been called to my attention that, um, there are a lot of people out there who, haven't leaned into their purpose, um, that in the plan that's God's had for them, um, and taken steps to become the person that God created them to be because they don't think that God has a purpose for them, or they don't think that they deserve it. So if you're one of those people, this message is for you. And I pray that it touches you in a way that, uh, hopefully makes you think a little bit, makes you pray a lot and, uh, changes your life a little bit because, um, that's a hard one. You know, it's, um, it's, we, we are a result of our upbringing, right? So, um, the things that have happened to us throughout our lives have taught us to become the person who we are. And not everybody grew up with, uh, parents who were very supportive and loving and kind and, um, told them that they could be anything that they wanted to. Um, some people were raised in families where they weren't told that, you know, they were told that they're lazy or that they never amount to anything or that they were never included. You know, maybe even there were favorite kids in the household and the parents favored certain kids and, and left certain kids out. Maybe that was you. Maybe you feel like you're not good enough, that God couldn't possibly have a plan for you um, because of those lies that you've been told your whole life. You know, maybe you had a coach when you were younger that told you you didn't have enough potential or you weren't big enough. And, and so you gave up because you thought, well, if this coach doesn't believe in me, then he must be right. This is what that coach does, right? Or maybe you had a teacher who just didn't understand you. Maybe your way of learning wasn't the same as the other students. So they pegged you as somebody who was slow or special um, when really you were, you know, smart. You just couldn't... Um, the, the curriculum wasn't challenging enough for you. Um, so if that's you, if I'm talking right now and you're like, that's me, like I always felt left out. I, you know, got in trouble for things I didn't do. I got in trouble for things other kids did. Um, I wasn't included in a lot of things. And I always felt like my parents were taking things out on me and they weren't patient and, and they didn't take the time to understand me. Um, if that is you, I a thousand percent understand why you would feel that God would leave you out too. But I am here to tell you that if you are listening to this podcast right now, that means you're living and breathing and God made you, he made you on purpose. He has a purpose for your life and he wants to use you in ways that you cannot even fathom. Like, like think of a dream. And, and if you're one of these people, you probably don't set high goals. You probably don't dream because you're worried about being disappointed or you just feel like you're not good enough or, you know, that the, that's for other people. That's for the included people, for the people who, you know, got the good grades and were the teacher's pets and, and were the understood folks. 
Well, I'm here to tell you that God understands you and he knows exactly how you feel. And he knows that if you're mad at him, he knows why. And if you're frustrated with him, he knows why. And if you feel like giving up on him, he understands he is with you. And he was with you since you were a baby. And all those times, you know, when you were feeling left out or misunderstood or not good enough or not smart enough, God was right there with you and you were included with him and you were smart enough for him and you were valuable for him because you've gotten this far. So I know that's a hard thing to hear. And it's a hard thing if you're one of those people to accept that you might feel that way and that you might love God and you might believe in God, but it's hard for you to believe that there is a God out there that could love you so much and know you, everything about you, because he created you. He made you with a lot of gifts and a lot of special things that maybe the world doesn't understand. Maybe people don't understand. Maybe your teachers or your parents or your brothers and sisters, you know, didn't understand, but God understands. He accepts you and he loves you and he created you for a purpose. And he wants nothing more than for you to come to him and say, God, you know, whatever that open conversation is like, God, I, I felt left out my whole life. You know what? You can ask like, why'd you do that? Why, why did I have these experiences and really start to explore where those came from um, and pray about it, you know, tell God how you feel and be honest with him. He knows how you feel. He can see your heart. Um, but that's like a step towards having these conversations and starting to realize how valuable and how loved you are by the God who created you. Um, because maybe if you were the person who felt left out all the time, maybe God was molding you to become a person who includes everybody. Um, maybe if you were somebody who, you know, struggled at school because your teachers didn't understand you and you felt like you were always getting in trouble because you were dazing off or uh, drawing on your paper instead of doing the work because you were bored, you know, maybe um, that was, you know, God had you there because you had to be there to, in order to like learn something out, he was sandpapering you and molding you into what was next for you. Um, you know, there, there, whatever it is that, um, situation that you came through is important that we remember, you know, that, that God works all things together for our good. And, um, it's, it's, sometimes hard to remember whenever you're going through it. Um, but uh, a great Bible verse that I refer back to and back to and back to um, is Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And those who are called according to his purpose. So it's his purpose, you know, you have a purpose. Um, again, if you're listening to this, you're breathing, you're living, God still has plans for you. And whether you want to believe that or not, it's the truth. Um, and the sooner you can come to grasp with the fact that you are valuable and you are loved and there are plans for you and it's okay to lean into them because God's going to catch you and he's going to be there for you. The faster you're going to really start to believe in yourself and your life is going to change in so many different ways. Um, it's hard sometimes for, and I'm speaking from, I don't, I, I didn't feel 
left out when I was little. And my, I had a great father who um, believed in me and, and told me from a young age, I can do anything I want to do. You know, I can hang with the boys because I had all brothers and they were older than me. Um, I mean, they still are older than me. Um, and so being the youngest and the only girl, you know, my, my dad constantly was reminding me, you can do what they do, you know, just do it. You know, he had a rough way of, uh, of challenging me, but, um, but it was always that I could do it. But he also instilled in me an extremely fierce work ethic and um, a, a mindset that I have to earn everything. Um, we grew up on a farm, I grew up on a farm and, you know, we worked really hard. And if we did earn money, it was because we did really hard chores or we, you know, were bailing hay or I worked at the, the corn stand for my family's farm. Um, so everything that I did, I earned, um, even when I was doing softball, you know, traveling, I mean, my parents paid a ton, um, for my travel ball teams, but like when I went to overseas to play, um, on a North American team, you know, I raised every dollar for that trip. And, um, so I just, every, nothing was just handed to me. Um, I worked for everything that I've ever, and that's why I'm such a hard worker today. And that's why, you know, I, I have a successful business and I've been successful in my career, but it's not always like the healthiest uh, uh, quality to have because sometimes you work more than, than you love or you work more than you relax and um, you work yourself into the, into the ground. But the one thing I found with this is that it's really hard for me to accept that God would just love me. Like, I don't have to earn it. I don't have to um, do anything other than love him. He created me and he put, put me together exactly how he wanted me put together so that I can live out his purpose. And so I just want to reach out to those of you who don't feel like they deserve it or they don't feel like they've ever been included um, or they feel like God's even maybe not treated them fairly because of their circumstances. Um, God loves you and he made you. He could have made you a million different ways, but he made you exactly as you are because he has a purpose for you. And that purpose is, like I said, probably a million times bigger than you could ever imagine, but you're never going to know it if you don't accept it. And what comes with that is accepting Christ, not just saying like, I believe in God and I know he's out there and he's doing great things for other people, but he would never do that for me. When you truly believe in God and you truly lean into your faith um, and you know that God is an all loving and an all encompassing God, you know that he made you too. Um, so it's time for you to admit that to yourself and talk to him about it. Um, take some time in prayer and just um, pray, you know, God, I know you made me. It's hard for me to see it though, Lord. So help me, help me see the gifts that you gave me. And I'm here to use those gifts for you. So Lord, here I am. And it might be a struggle and it might be hard, but I want you to use me for your purpose. And it's just as easy as a prayer for that. And then start looking, you guys, start looking for signs, start looking for ways that you can do something, you know, something that you love, something that's on your heart. We all have these gifts and these things that we love to do, and they're not the same as everybody else. So 
like I have a heart for mission work. I've, I've done mission work in Honduras and I sit on a board of directors for a wonderful nonprofit organization called Dream Big Honduras. My husband doesn't have the desire and the heart to go overseas, but he has a heart to help locally. Um, so just like whatever your heart's purpose is, it might not be the same as everybody else's. And again, that goes back to you being unique. Um, you know, you might be really good at art. You might be really good at music. You might be just really good at communicating with people. Um, your gift might be reading and educating, or, you know, your gift just might be being able to tell how other people are feeling and be able to be a good friend for them. Um, but start to like really think about what, what makes you happiest? Like, is it when you're cooking for somebody or is it when you're giving a gift or is it when, um, you know, they're a homeless person, you know, you give them some money or um, what are the things that when you do them, you feel fulfilled and it makes you feel good. It gives you that like excitement inside of your heart. And so really, like I said, as you're coming to terms with all of this, cause it's a lot, you guys, it's a lot when you go from not feeling like you're worthy to realizing that you're a child of God and you are by all means worthy and you're worth more than you can ever imagine uh, because God loves you and he created you. Um, so as you're coming to terms with this, you're also going to have to start stepping out into like, okay, what are the things that I'm interested in? What are the things I love doing? And can God possibly be using me for this? And sometimes it, it's, can be like intimate, like even for me, guys, this podcast isn't something I ever thought I'd do. Um, it's not something that, you know, I really, it's not, it's not for me, it's for God. And um, I felt God pushing me on it. And I'm like, why? I'm not qualified. You know, I don't have any like PhD. I'm not a theologian. I, you know, my business is only coming up on three years old. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, a mom and, and a wife and a business owner. And um, I, I'm not qualified to do this, but God kept pushing me. And so here I am. Um, and many of you have sent me like the sweetest kindest messages about how you've been touched by one of my podcasts or something that I've said and have even come in and, and um, talked to me about goals, like things that I, I am blown away by. Um, but again, it's, God, he, he called me and pressed on me to do this. And I felt it and I felt it quite honestly for a few years before I did it. And then finally it just, it got to the point where I was like, all right, God, I'm going to do this. And I have no idea why, and I have no idea what you want to do with it, but I'm going to do it. So here I am, um, stepping out of my comfort zone and doing this and I'm, I'm actually loving it. It's, it's fun. It's kind of therapeutic. And I love hearing from people. Like I love hearing what others are going through that's similar or maybe something I've said that they they took and applied or even something that they're like, oh yeah, like this was my situation. Um, so you just don't know, but if there's something that you're being called to do and pressed to do, it's in your heart. And when you pray, you can feel God like saying, yeah, man, go do that. Um, then go for it, lean into it. And you don't have to like jump all in at once, you know, pray about it, take a step pray about it. God's going to put some like door in front of you. That's just going to open wide up and walk through it. Um, understand that God does not call the qualified. God qualifies the called. 
And time after time in the Bible, um, you know, two of my favorite stories about this. And, and for those of you who do feel like, you know, left out or not included, or like your family maybe didn't give you the benefit of the doubt, um, you know, think about Joseph. Joseph brothers tried to kill him. Um, they put him in a pit and we're just going to leave him. And then like the oldest brother got like a hang of guilt, I guess, and decided, no, let's just say, let's just sell him as a slave. No problem. Um, that'll make it better. Um, so they sold him as a slave. They tore up his like beautiful coat that his father gifted him and they put blood all over it, took it back to dad and said like, sorry, Joseph got eaten by an animal. Um, and then you know, Joseph went on to like be next in line to the Pharaoh. I mean, this guy's story is incredible, but imagine how he felt it definitely abandoned by his siblings who are supposed to like take care of you and love you, um, put in a, in a hole to die. And then like, they decided, oh, we'll be nicer and just sell you to slavery. Had a horrible bout with slavery, you know, um, was, um, he kept performing well though. And he kept believing in God and he, he, God was with him. Like it says through this story. And if you, if you're not familiar with the story of Joseph, read it, because, um, it's just, it's amazing what this guy went through. And, and, you know, he thought like, Oh, this is great. You know, I'm working for this guy. He's rich. I'm pretty well taken care of even as a slave. And then his, the, his master's wife decides to try to seduce him. And Joseph being like the man that he is said like, no, that's not, going to happen here. So he turns her down. She gets mad, tells her husband that he approached her and he goes to jail. So he's in jail now <laughs> after he like made it out. And then he gets out of jail, ends up, um, you know, being known as somebody who can, who can, uh, hear the Lord and, and see what's happening in people's dreams, um, ends up, you know, working for the Pharaoh, um, second in line, and um, saves the entire land from famine. Like, I mean, his story is unreal. But again, a guy who was rejected and hated so much by his family that they tried to kill him. Um, that's, that's God. That is like, God knew that Joseph had a gift and they, he made him for a purpose. And Joseph didn't lose sight of God, even through the hard times, right? The times of his family rejecting him, his times of being falsely accused of, you know, seducing another man's wife, um, all these things that happened to him, he remained faithful to God. He stayed true to himself and he didn't forget his value. And so God rewarded him in great ways. And, um, and my other favorite story that I've talked about on my podcast is David. I mean, his own dad didn't believe in him. And I think that's where for a lot of us, we get our values from our earthly fathers. Um, if your dad was one that didn't tell you that you could be anything you wanted to be. And if your dad was one that didn't spend time playing catch with you in the backyard and teaching you how to do things. And, um, you know, if, if maybe your dad was short tempered and yelled a lot and made you feel bad about yourself when you made a mistake and, um, that can wear on you and that can definitely make you feel like you're not of value. Um, but our heavenly father is the opposite. Our heavenly father, he loves us so much. And even when we make a mistake, he loves us. And even, you know, when we're alone, he's with us. Um, even when we're weak, you know, he provides rest and he is our strength. 
Um, but yeah, like David, you know, the smallest of the brothers, um, his dad didn't even bring him in whenever it was time to choose the next king. And so I was like, eh, we'll leave him out in the field with sheep because he was a shepherd, right? Talk about him a lot in my the shepherd episode that I, I did. But um David, the small brother, you know, who who didn't even get brought in, ends up being a king. Um he did a lot of amazing things, but he also did a lot of cruddy things. Like he made some bad decisions. Right. Um, but God didn't like punish him. I mean, he, he corrected him and redirected him, um, like he does for us, but he didn't, um, he didn't turn his back on him. And so if somebody like Joseph or somebody like David, um, can get through the trials and tribulations that they had based on their families and, and the perceptions that their families had of them. And if they only knew their worth based on what other people thought of them, they wouldn't have gotten very far. But both of those men knew God and both of those men knew their worth was found in God, not in people. And it's one of the hardest things to learn. It's hard, one of the hardest things to overcome is that the opinions of other people really mean nothing in the grand scheme of life. The only opinion that matters is the opinion of God of you, which he thinks you're freaking amazing because he made you and your opinion of yourself, because you've got to be able to believe that God made you. It is really not even your opinion. That's the other thing is like, I don't think I'm great, but I think God thinks I am. I don't think I'm a great speaker or a great community, you know, whatever, but God thinks I am. He keeps calling me to do things. Um, it's kind of like a, a thing that, you know, okay, I don't think I'm good enough to do this, but I know my God. And I know that if he wants me to do something, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to jump into it and I'm going to try. And if I fail, that's okay, because that means it wasn't meant for me to do it. And if I succeed, that's awesome. And that means I'm heading in the right direction. I'm walking in the way that God wants me to walk. And sometimes when you fail, it doesn't mean that that's not your direction. It just means you still got things to learn. So have faith in that and, and just walk forward in, in, in your dream and have a, have a goal. Like the first thing is to have a dream. And how do you get a dream? So you have to believe that you deserve to dream. You can't be waiting, um, you know, for that other shoe to drop or for something to go wrong because something has always gone wrong in your life or some person, you know, once you started doing something, told you that was a dumb idea or told you that, you know, you can never do that because you're not good enough. If God's calling you to do something, he's going to qualify you. Might not be today. It might be tomorrow. Maybe when you start doing it, that all of a sudden you're like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. Like I, I can do this. And you never thought you could. And it's because God gave you that gift and he knows what he's doing. He's He made you. And he also made your plan. So like he made it kind of perfect for your whole purpose. Um, but you got to believe that. In order to believe that, you've got to be fully in. You've got to know that like, God is God and you are one of his children. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention that Rob and I yesterday had an experience with our daughter um, not listening. And uh, I'm sure you've all, if you're a parent, you've experienced that moment where you tell your child like, hey, don't touch that, please. And they touch it. <laughs> or you say, hey, don't step in that pile of snow. And they put their whole freaking foot in the snow. Um, and it just, yesterday was one of those days where time after time after time, we asked her not to do something. She did it anyway. 
And I got to my breaking point, which it takes me a while. Um, if you know me, you know, I'm slow to uh, get there, but once I'm there, uh, it's not a pretty sight. So I, I didn't get mad or yell or spank her or anything like that. I just said, what do I need to do to get you to understand that you need to listen and you need to be obedient to mommy and daddy? Because today I've seen you blatantly disrespect us by not doing what we ask you to do. Like we ask you to do something and you do the complete opposite. So am I not asking nice enough? Am I asking too nice? Do I need to like yell? Like what, what can I do to get you to listen and respond with respect and obedience? And, um, you know, she was like, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm sorry. She apologized and, um, she, you know, committed to trying harder and not doing that anymore and, and making sure she's doing the things she needs to do. And, you know, it helped her understand too, that like, when I ask you not to do something, it's not because I'm just mean. And I, I want to be a mean mom. It's because, you know, I don't want you touching things in a store because right now there's a, like a lot of germs out there in a pandemic and other people are touching things. And so that's like, you know, it's me trying to keep you safe. If I'm asking you not to do something, it's not to be mean. And um, so once she kind of understood that, I was like, yeah, you're right. I, 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 I'm going to do a better job of listening. But as we finished this conversation, I looked at my husband and I was like, oh my gosh, like, how do you think God feels? Like he asks us to do things all the time. And we are just like my daughter was yesterday. Like he says, don't do that. And guess what? We do it. Don't touch that. And we touch it. He says, Hey, lean into this. And we're like, Oh no, God, like, we're not going to do that. We're not good enough. We're not called enough. We're not ready. Um, and he probably is up there like, Oh my gosh, you guys, like I'm showing you and you're ignoring me and you're blatantly not listening. And, um, you know, I think just like, kind of like I did with her was like, how can I speak to you in a way that you'll hear me? And I think God does that too, where if we don't hear him the first time, he says it again. Um, and if we don't hear him the second time, maybe he, he shows us in a different way. Um, and I think eventually he probably gets to the point where he's like, all right, I'm going to shove you out the door. You know, I'm going to show you something like right in your face, um, to get you to do whatever it is that I'm calling you to do, or at least to understand that it's there, but you can ignore him for a long time. Um, and ignore those calls for a long time, you know, just like I ignored the call to do this podcast for probably two years. Um, but it, it finally like smacked me in the face to the point where I was like, all right, it's time to do this. And um, so I think for many of you who feel unworthy or that maybe God doesn't have a plan for you, maybe he isn't calling you. I think you maybe haven't been listening. <laughs> and so that's where I want to challenge you. Spend some time quietly with God, like pray, and then just sit there in silence. Even if it's for one or two minutes, just sit there in silence. Ask God to show you what his plan is. And like I said earlier, if you're mad at God or frustrated with him, tell him, get it off your chest. God can handle it. He is a big, mighty God, and he knows already how you feel. And just like any parent, he is going to be happy that you came to him and talked to him instead of walking around with a festering heart, frustrated, that you're being left out again by him because you're not, you're not being left out. He wants you so bad. He wants you included so bad. And he wants to show you what your path is so bad so that you can start living his purpose um, and shining his light on everybody that you see. 
So that's really my message for today. And I hope that that was helpful. And I hope if you're one of those people who feels like they had been left out or feels like um, maybe God doesn't have a plan for them or that they shouldn't dream because um, might not work out or um, whatever it is, I just pray that you sit down, you pray to God, you tell him how you're feeling and you ask him for help. And you just tell him like, I wanna do your will, God. I know you made me for a reason. And I'm having a hard time seeing what it is because I've been told that I'm not good enough. And I've been told that I'm, you know, lazy or not smart enough or not big enough, you know, or, or I'm like the, the runt of the family, right? Like David was, or, um, my, my whole family hates me. I'm the black sheep of the family, uh, like Joseph was, um, and God, so just, if you can just show me, I'll be here and I'm, I'm looking for the signs and I'm, I'm asking you, um, to use me as part of your purpose and um, to show me what my, my plan is. And I think that you will start to see changes. Um, so that is, that is my word for the day. I did want to share a um, Bible verse with you all out of my I'm doing this wonderful um, Bible study. Um, it's a Lisa Turkhurst Bible study and it's called what happens when women walk in faith. So this is, this is specific to women, but um, this isn't this verse that I'm going to tell you guys about. So it says, um, it's Philippians 2, 12 and 13. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. So even if it scares you, even if you're trembling, Work out your salvation in God because it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. But he's only going to do it if you ask him. Because if you're like my daughter and you're not listening or he's calling you and you're doing something else, <laughs> he's saying, don't touch that and you're touching that. Um that you're not putting yourself in a place for him to lead you. In order to be led, you've got to ask and you've got to be sincere about it and you've got to be ready um, to jump into that. So it's okay to be afraid that you might mess up and it's okay to be afraid that something bad's going to happen if you step into it. But guess what? If you're stepping into God's purpose for you, less bad things are going to happen than, than good. You're going to be happy and you're going to start to see your purpose and it's going to change your life. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and, um, oh, one more Bible verse, one of my favorites that I wanted to read to you guys, um, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to proper proper. Let me try that again. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future. God doesn't have plans to harm you. He has plans to give you hope in a future. In order for you to have that hope in a future, you have to hope and you have to have faith and you have to believe and you have to know that you have a purpose. God loves you so much. He made you. You are here listening to this podcast right now because you have a God who loves you enough and wanted you to hear these words, and he wants you to sit down and pray to him, and he wants you to ask him what 
do I need to do, Lord? I'm here for you. I want to live my life according to your will for me. I need you to show me what that is. And I'm going to go ahead and end it today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord my God is with me wherever I go.